You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Holy smokes. Yes. Kari, 2019, bud. How about that? I, it went by, like, I can't even, like that. I'm not good. I'm not a good snapper either. No. This is the best I can do. That's all right. But welcome to the year that is the year after the year we just came from. The, you're so eloquent with that. Welcome I to the try. Steve Eiserman year, number 19. <laughs> How about Big that? ops, right? Also, more importantly, welcome to episode number 16. Yes, the, uh, Yeah, episode 16, this Detroit Life podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Mike. I'm still working on a cool radio broadcast name uh, mm-hmm. because I don't want to use my real last name anymore. Right. I've been getting flooded with like the uh, the uh, hacker, Russian hacker uh, Facebook <laughs> requests lately. Uh, so and it's like you always know. Yeah. You always know. It's like, come on, dude. Like it's, like, it's broken English. Mm-hmm. Like uh, we we love your hat. Yeah. 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 Uh, we, come not today, ISIS. Like, not today. Like, not today, bud. Uh, as always, joining us in studio today. Mr. Kari Hobbs, a.k.a. Rufio Jones of Detroit City. Hi there. What's going on, man? How's, how was your year, 2018? Uh, honestly, it was amazing. I, uh, I, I had a baby. Uh, I met Snoop Dogg and Ice Cube. Um, and uh, and they I, said you were the greatest rapper. That didn't the happen. Ra- no. Well. But and, thanks you're for the lies. Buddy. You're my favorite rapper. Yeah, well. Join you're us in, right. Joining us in studio today, uh, two wonderful gentlemen. I'm just now getting the pleasure to meet uh, Mr. Brian Peterson Roost and Mr. Brian Roost Peterson from the incredible organization Bees in the D. And just real quick, <laughs> I want to let you know that shirt is awesome. <laughs> and I re- this is one of those situations where I, I really I can't stand radio. It's got the I ringer to tee too. It. Like the the uh, the logo on these shirts is so balling. So I just wanted to put that out there. Please do your thing. Yep, they're available on our webpage. That's important, right there. Mm-hmm. What's and where? where so, it, well, tell us about them because then I want to say we got t-shirts too. So, but also, <laughs> uh, yeah, gentlemen, bees in the D, welcome. Thank you. Thanks you guys for having us. Yeah, doing great for sure, for sure man. Uh, so first, I mean, Kari was so eloquent again with what you guys are wearing. But what? Tell us about the t-shirts. Tell us about bees in the D, the urban beekeeping initiative. I guess I'd call it. Yeah. So uh, bees in the D is a nonprofit right downtown Detroit. Um, we started about three years ago with six hives on two different r- rooftops, and uh, the year after we expanded to twenty nine hives. And this last summer we had one hundred and two hives Holy shit. at thirty nine different locations throughout Southeast Michigan. So, so when you say and Canada and Canada and too. Canada, we're international. Let's That's go. important. Bees in the D and Canada passports. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, bees don't need them. Right? <laughs> no tariffs. What yeah, are, right. Is there like? Uh, a difference between like, do you have to take American bees over to Canada, or is like, I don't know. When you say hives, like, what is what is a hive? Is it just like, is when I see when I think beekeeping, I, I think like like scary suits, and I see like just swarms and those white. It's like files, yeah, of bees, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, those are the hives, the Langstroth hives. They they look like just a box, right, right. Um, and they're the same in America and Canada. We cannot take the bees over. That was a dump over question. the the border, though. Right. So, um, so we do order bees separately in Canada than what we order in America. 
I know this kind of. Do you order you are right. Or? We do order them, and, and we actually have a great breeder down in Flat Rock. That he's a retired teacher. I'm a teacher as well, so uh, okay. he got into beekeeping, and he provides us with a great stock of bees that that really know Michigan weather. Really? So, what do you teach? Um, I teach fifth grade. Wonderful. And I also That's teach awesome. at Oakland University one, well, one night. Well, thank you very much. Thank one you. night a week, right? One night a week, uh, the college kids. But, you know, fifth graders, college kids are about the same. Yeah, you know, yeah. What, what subjects do you teach? Um, all subjects at the elementary level, but science for elementary teachers at OU. Oh, that's wonderful. That, that's, that's the coolest thing that you could have possibly said after saying, oh, yeah, I make honey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's dope. That's Where would you, you guys get the idea to start Bees in the D? And why is it? Like like why like why yeah right. yeah right so I actually started beekeeping ten years ago uh, before I lived down in the city uh, the Women's Garden Club of Rochester sponsored for me to go up to Beaver Island have you guys been to Beaver Island I, I, that's a place I've heard of it's amazing right. it really is UP? Um, it's it's in Lake Michigan okay so not quite to the UP it's you know you got it it's a partially between further. the two. I got you. It's, um, an, it's an island. Right? It's an island. <laughs> uh, and I learned beekeeping at a biological center up there and then eventually moved to the city. Uh, and uh, I was in New York City at Battery Park. And all of a sudden I noticed all these hives like within feet of people just walking back and forth. And I'm like, why can't we do this in Detroit? Right, right. And so uh, we decided to start our nonprofit and we're like, what are we going to call it? Well, as you've already heard in our introduction, my name's Brian. My husband's name is Brian. Our friends nickname us the bees and we live in the D. And so they would say, we're going to go see the bees in the D. And so boom, there it is. That's a fantastic name. Friends are great. Yeah. Because of stuff like that. Right. So what, why, I guess, why beekeeping? I, I don't know. I guess you, like you, you, when I'm, I don't mean to ask like the like questions that you guys probably get a lot, but I, I just don't, <laughs> like, I know that the bee is an important insect. It's an important actor in our in ecosystem. Our entire ecosystem. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to get deep here, okay? Yeah, it's by gonna, all means, It's going to get really deep because <laughs> that 10 years ago, I was not in the best spot in my life. Yeah, sure. And the beekeeping thing that just fell in my lap became what I needed at the time. Mm. It was like, I call it my yoga. Right. Uh, right. When I go in hives, it relaxes me. It's, it's an amazing world. Sure. And it helped me through a time when I was going through kind of a hard time. And now 10 years later, if you haven't heard, the bee populations are declining rapidly because of all the problems. And I thought, wait a second, the bees were there for me. Now it's my turn to return the favor. And so that's why we started the nonprofit so that now I can help the bees in their time of trouble. Sure. I mean, we talk a bit about mental health and how it relates and how to kind of um, not necessarily like stay positive, but just how it affects people in different ways. And the fact that you were able to... To see something that people wouldn't normally associate with, I guess, undepression, you know what I mean? Or right, un, like right. like helping pull like bees. Like when I see a bee, it's either a big fat fuzzy bee or it's like right. – or I'm running or – you know what I mean? And, and so, yeah, you might not have like the, the best, the most positive uh, thoughts when yeah. you're around a bee. Whereas with this young man, it was like completely different. It, it was something where he felt at ease whereas most of us might not. So uh, the fact that you, that you uh, use that – to help you and then again cyclically uh work back and help them out like I I, I think I, I think I, I'm a very big fan of these cats. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> well thank you. How long have you guys been doing this? Uh I've been beekeeping for ten years. The nonprofit's been around for about three. Okay. And what does the nonprofit do? What do you guys hope to accomplish with it? 
So our main mission is education and conservation of honeybees, okay. but not just honeybees, all pollinators, because like you said, they're very important to our society, to our world, to our food industry, to everything. What's another pollinator? Um, the, humming, the bumblebees. Hummingbirds humming do pollinate <laughs> a little bit, yes. How's the Boy Scouts? Really um, no big deal. Well, there yeah. you go. And some moths do some pollinating. Okay. There are some beetles that do some pollinating. But the honeybees are the strength in numbers. Okay. Their hive is about 60,000 strong in the summertime. And when you got 60,000 going out from one hive, that's just one hive. And you have, and how many do you have in Detroit right now? We have now? 102. So do the math. We're wow. getting up to 6 million yeah. plus. Not, not a math guy. Of bees. <laughs> <laughs> do you, I, this is, and I, this is probably a bad question, but do you ever, you don't ever get stung or like, because when I see beekeeping in my head, I see like, just swarms and guys in gigantic suits mm-hmm. and so that's the another reason we started the organization to help uh, dispel some of those misconcepts about honeybees sure. because unfortunately all when we we go to the orchards at, at in the fall yeah, and you're yeah. getting our our cider and our donuts all of a sudden there's all these quote unquote bees all over the place mm-hmm. well those aren't even bees those are wasps but we plump them all into one category, Asshole the bees. <laughs> um, and actually, honeybees are very docile Hornets creatures. are real dicks, too. Yeah, they, the, the wasp Yellow and the jackets. hornets, you stay away from them. But the honeybees, they're, all good. they're very docile. And so everybody wants to know how many times you've been stung. Uh, just a couple times because they are yeah. very docile. They want nothing to do with you. They're too busy working. They yeah, got sure. to get that honey. And that, yeah, me too. Pollination. <laughs> yeah, it helps. <laughs> That's what it's all about, man. I, this, what I want to know, like, because I, I kind of try and look at stuff from a uh, an economic standpoint. Like, when when you decided to do this, you said uh, that you were able to get your uh, beehives onto the roofs of other. Like, how do you how do you get to that point where you know you have an idea and then all of a sudden you're on the roof of a building? Like, do you do you have to know people? Uh, like, how does that whole thing work out? You know, word of mouth is an amazing thing. Right. So, uh, so often people like it, it was just unbelievable that one person believed in us. We had hives. We have some that are on the ground as well in right, urban right. parks and in and, and gardens. Uh, but then rooftops are really wasted spaces Absolutely. if you think about it. And so all of a sudden we'd get calls from other organizations. They're like, we love what you're doing. Can right. we do this? Yeah, well, you guys are big time, man. I mean, in the with the six million – well, six million bees, but how Plus. much? But yeah, <laughs> you you guys are on some some pretty big partnerships, right? Yeah, now. yeah, we're we're on Kobo. They have a beautiful green roof, which is we call it our poster picture. I mean, it, it's beautiful. Right. We have four hives up there. We're with Bedrock. We're with GM on the Renson parking garage. Uh, we're we're all over the place, and um, it, it's just been so amazing how supportive everybody has sure. been. And with you being a school teacher, I bet that being able to maybe even bring individuals who would not usually be accustomed to seeing bees or mm-hmm. you might really change people's minds, especially at like a younger level and show them an alternate way of uh, – not like an alternate thing to do because it's not, but just exposing them to an experience. Right. That, yes. See, now yeah. he's getting so it. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. So I do a lot of uh, workshops and uh, assemblies and things with kids right. uh, because that's what we want. We want kids to understand them and not misunderstand, especially in the urban areas. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and so we do a lot of stuff at the Outdoor Adventure Center downtown. I don't know if you've been before. It's right yeah, on the course. river. It's amazing. The we DNR have four highs. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We yep. have four highs right on the DeQuinder Cut right there. And I will suit people up. Farman Group gave us a grant for 30 children's suits. Yes, um, he's getting suited up and going to <laughs> yes, honey. Suited yes. and booted. He's Anytime. Gonna be our, he's going to be our honey bear. Yes, please do. <laughs> the TDL honey bear. We gotta, we're going to get a t-shirt 
We're going to get you out. We're going to make I wasn't expecting it to be this cute. <laughs> well, yeah, get your hand in the honey pot. No. Would would you like when is the busy season for this? When do you guys are when are you guys pulling honey? Is it an all year thing or are bees in like hi- hibernation in the winter? They don't ne- necessarily hibernate. They're doing right now what's called a cluster. It's like one giant group bee hug. Okay. And so all the bees that are left, they're called winter bees, are surrounding the queen bee and vibrating their wing muscles to create friction which creates Heat, okay, and then that heat keeps the queen around ninety degrees all year long. So right, right now, when it's freezing out, the queen's a balmy ninety. You know, having her margarita or whatever. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> no, they're not. Dip. Yeah, they're not active. Really, or hot toddy. The yeah, honey. Right, well, right. the honey that's in there is what they use to get through the winter months. But the bees are more active starting spring all the way through fall. Okay. Um, and so, but we don't usually harvest on. We if we're lucky, we can get an early harvest in June mm-hmm. if the bees. If it's a good spring and they're very productive, but usually the harvest is in the beginning of uh, September. Okay. Would you guys be interested in maybe allowing Kari to to seriously suit up and we can maybe do like a little video and just kind of... Of course. Put something... I mean... I've heard of crazy things. I I mean... so Kari also, uh, we don't talk about it as often as maybe we should. He does a uh, a small web series called Allow Me. Right. And this is where he... Uh, would, would it, well, um, go ahead, yeah. Most notably, um, I try to uh, like nip nip it in a bud when there's something new that comes out and uh and people are curious about it it's normally food but like instead of them having to go you know find it in a store or something i'm just like look i see it let me try it see if it's worth your time he's got a bit of a sweet tooth oh. right so it's usually like like create like we did one that was like we brought stuff back from japan and we all tried right. weird candies or kind of like fear factor yeah yeah, yeah a little bit <laughs> but, exactly but but without the gross yeah. hopefully you yeah, know yeah, yeah. so like yeah uh so you know but we we've been talking about expanding it to more um, dangerous territory. I wouldn't say dangerous <laughs> for me, but more like interesting for Exciting. me. Exciting, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I there used to be an old show on Channel Seven. He was a newscaster. His name was Don Shane. I don't know when you guys uh, made your way over here, but he did a series called uh, Dare Don. And I think that's been a real. That was I remember as a kid watching it, being yeah. like, "Oh, that's a sportscaster skydiving, doing this and doing that." Right. And so I see a real opening for a new type of show in Detroit like that. Totally. Yeah. yeah. So with Kari having such a great background in media, right. And you know, having like no choice in the matter. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've signed him up. He's he's doing uh, coming up. He's gonna. We're partnering with with, uh, with the Grand Prix. Cool. It's not really. Uh, I'm not really supposed to say that yet, yeah. but, but nobody we're gonna, heard yeah, that. no one. Yeah, I don't. We don't have a seven second delay anymore. But whatever, <laughs> fuck it, whatever, dude. But we're gonna throw him in like one of those. They call it a hot lap, and we're gonna videotape all that. So yeah. we're looking for ideas. If anybody has one, uh, info at thisdetroitlife dot com. Feel free to send us some ideas so hey, we can get Kari in there. Keep it real PG. Yeah. Well, Let's, now you have your second thing. Yeah, right. he's suiting up. Exactly. You are suiting up. Hey, we would love to do that. But I'm you're going to get hooked. I I, I promise. You you're going to you want to do it more often. Like I, I don't can have to. We get a, a Winnie the Pooh costume. It's Just put cool. on now, the now he's, now he's gone. He's <laughs> no, gone. I'm going deep. I'm going deep. We do have a big bee buzz, like a big fuzzy bee suit. Now that could be worth it to see you running around the hives with that on. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Well, that'll be great. I might be down. So, but. Act again, anybody that's listening, act as if you didn't hear any of this, <laughs> so that when you do see a giant bee, you will know that it's it's me. Dude, I love it. I love it. Such a good idea. How was your guys' New Year's? Did you do anything fun? That's great. Great. Yeah? Good holidays. Go anywhere. Do anything fun? Yeah, we we actually uh, went to Iceland for the holiday. Iceland. Yeah, Iceland. And In did, winter. Did you did you use wild air by any chance? 
Oh, of course we did. Let's go. <laughs> That's great. I All the you... women pretty in pink, you know? <laughs> and I just, like, uh, I, I, I noticed very recently that, that WoW uh, tends to have, like, very cheap tickets to, to uh, like, Reykjavik. Uh, I think I said it right. Yeah, Reykjavik. So, Reykjavik. Come on. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I, I've always looked and I'm like, maybe I should go. But, but so was yeah, I, was like, Wildware? Was it, it like sketchy or was it? No, no it was fantastic. It was nice. oh, and the flight coming yeah. back, there was probably 20 people on it. No, literally. It, yeah. The flight wasn't very full. Yeah, just all so. of a sudden you saw like. I'm getting excited. Everyone on Facebook just all of a sudden was posting and Instagramming from Iceland. Yeah, like, yeah. The fuck? yeah. <laughs> and then, it, yeah, it was Wow Air with the bright purple planes. And it was like, right. go to Iceland, 300 bucks. Yep. And then I was like, oh, that sounds awesome. But like, is it? So it was totally worth it. It, eh? it was really it was. cool. Yeah. What did you guys do? Was. Uh, we went to the Blue Lagoon, right? Of course, we sat in yeah, that yeah. giant cesspool of a. <laughs> was it nasty? I, that's the one thing. No, I it actually wasn't. It wasn't nasty. I know. Was, I, was... I know the Blue Lagoon, and I know the bad guys from Mighty Ducks too. That's it. <laughs> Gunner Stall and uh, oh. Wolf the Dennis Stanson. I never Wolf. made that connection. Yeah, you yeah. don't know Bjork? Come on. Uh, well, I, I mean, now that I didn't, I guess yeah. Now I know Bjork, but yeah, Bjork's not as much Iceland, as I know Gunner you know? Stall. Uh, she wore the swan. The swan. Yes. Yes. 500 for me. <laughs> I get my own points. <laughs> Iceland for 500, please, Alex. <laughs> yes, please. Um, yes, no, sure. it, was, it was very cool. We um, it, The thing that you had to get used to was the sun would rise at what time was it, Brian? Like 11, 1130. Uh, 11, 1130, right. and then set at 330. Right, oh, right. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was like, hello, goodbye. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was like, where'd the day go? So, did, <laughs> and, and would that make like sleeping or doing anything like very strange. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it seemed like we were always driving in the dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you wake up and by the time you're out of the shower, it's like, oh, the sun's setting. Right, right. <laughs> so let's hurry up and oh, you know, man, get outside. That sounds weird. <laughs> well, so you did the Blue Lagoon. I, I don't know. I, I, since, I mean, I'd love to hear more about ice, to be honest hey, with you. Like, bees who are, are sweet. you telling? But yeah. Like. <laughs> I tried to hook up with the one beekeeper that is up on Iceland. There is a beekeeper on sure. Iceland, but um, being over the holidays, it was difficult for them. And, and I just thought, how do the bees? I mean, it's complete dark. I don't know. But uh, we didn't get to. But we found out that honey – is like a it's hot a commodity up there. Really? And so we brought a bunch of honey with us to give to, oh, yeah. and people were acting like we were giving them like, like a million gold. dollars. Oh, yes. it, really, it was right? liquid gold. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was something else. Really? So what? Uh, so you hit the Blue Lagoon, you did some beekeeping, dinners, places. If I find myself in Reykjavik. Well, we went over Probably Christmas, a lot of hiking? so there really wasn't anything open. Okay. <laughs> you know, it was like getting pizza at the gas station sure. and croissants kind of thing. Right. <laughs> Which ends up being like 60 bucks because everything's super expensive. Yeah. Wow, well, okay. <laughs> it's cheap to get there, but once you're there, you better open Don't feel wallet. bad. We spent Make like... sure you stop at the duty-free before you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And bring some honey. Don't worry, don't feel bad about not having an interesting trip. We spent 30 minutes talking about uh, Eddie Logics and <laughs> – right. uh, and Goldzilla on tour, stopping at every Wawa and what was their favorite Sheets gas station. So you guys are in good company. Don't even worry about it. So what's so is there like an international beekeeping scene? Because I know you had mentioned you, you also went over to Curacao and you met the bee baron of Curacao. <laughs> Which is – I mean is there is there a doper title that you can have in your name? Like is – it? The B I'm Baron. I'm, uh, that's, I'm jealous. Comes in. It that's just a my goal. The B Baron of Detroit. <laughs> I, I feel like you've already. I, I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty sure you're already there, Brian. That's, if you want, we'll call you that. Yeah. So okay, thank sure. you, thank you. B Baron of Detroit. B Barons of Detroit. I'm gonna get business cards made that say that. <laughs> Not a bad idea. What was yeah? So what, what is like? Do do we follow like proper beekeeping protocol? Is it the same all over the world? Is it? 
I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find. Like I know you guys are passionate about this. So, right? so honeybees are honeybees, but they do have different like uh, genes and personalities. Right. So, the further south you go, actually, the more uh, the bees are a little bit more defensive. Um, you and so. I like did southern notice, states or like southern – Southern states but even southern, like going southern. So at the island there, I noticed the bees tend to be a little bit more defensive towards their hive on like up here in the north where it's like you open it up and they're just like, hey, welcome. Yeah, right, just right. close up when you're done. Well, okay? wasn't that in like 91 um, or 92 that that was all over the news? Like the killer bees yeah. from South America I are knew. migrating – and it was – I mean I know. I get it. Overhype. Well, obviously because with the uh, – it's, it's, it's the news. But yeah, yeah that's <laughs> fake news. Fake news. Fake news. That's but, all I had to but say. But overall, the beekeepers, I mean they're all – we're all doing the same thing. We all – what I have found about the, the world of beekeeping is the passion mm-hmm. and people yeah. really care about the bees and are – you know, it's – it really is cool how – they just want what's best for the bees, but also, you know, they want to help um, with the the agriculture, with, yeah, with yeah. the food industry. We, we talk a lot about being authentic and kind of following your heart and your passion, whether or not that pays like crazy dividends or not. And I feel like you don't just get into beekeeping, obviously, for the money. Right. You know what I mean? Right. right. So you have to be passionate about that. And, and just hearing you guys and your your excitement about it, it's like, oh shit! Well, maybe I'll I, I want to like I definitely want to <laughs> learn more, you know, right. and see what some of these hives look like and what you know how much honey can they produce like one hive or yeah can we let's open yeah, some get of this in there. Yeah, try right. so these are these are the great little spoons that you make there. I know you can't see out there in Radio Land, but they're Listen, just little scoops. There, so that there better... is they have they have dope packaging. They they have. <laughs> I, can you can you see? The, yeah, listen, I'm gonna zoom in. I gotta get something for the gram this, here. This spoon is so sexy, man. Uh, it, it's dangerous a, curves. Is that <laughs> eco tensile? Eco tensile, biodegradable. they're completely compostable. Are doing here to me? I, honestly, like I'm, we're big environment guys here. <laughs> big design I must guys. Tighten this one. That's my. When no, he puts a lid on, it doesn't come off. No, yeah, Kari's been working out. He's probably just a little sore. <laughs> and and <laughs> what's crazy is every honey is so different, and so we don't mix our harvest. So every oh, location okay. we're at, we do a separate harvest, and then we bottle it separately, and then we mark it so we know where it's from. So and which one is Kari about to try here? Um, this one is actually from the vineyard, the vineyard that oh. is um, up in Ray, Michigan. Okay, say um, you gotta say allow me first. Oh yes, uh, uh, no, I don't need to do the hashtag. This is Rufio Jones with Allow Me. <laughs> I am uh, about to partake in bees in the deep beef, uh, 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 like bee honey from. Bee, do you say bees in the deep beef? No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no way. Uh, you, you said it was from Ray, Michigan? This one came from the vineyards in Ray, Michigan, that, that's yes. Beautiful. Not right downtown, but we do have honeys from downtown. And and I do want to tell you that uh, January 12th, we are going to do our honey sampling at Bee Nectar where we pair it up yeah. with different nectars. Yep. Um, we're going to do seven different ones. Isn't that amazing? Is that like nectars or mead, a mead pairing? or what it's, is a, the... it's a honey, one of our honey harvests with one of their nectars. We sat down and we sampled and sampled and found ones that accented the flavors and sampled and sampled and sampled. And mead, mead creeps up on you, man. Oh, I know. So, well, it's um, so like, not, not like sugary, but it, yeah, it'll, it'll catch up pretty quickly, oh, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. What, what, I mean, what do you, well, first off, what do you think? Let, let me, I'm going to jump in here too to first. You. Get in there. Um, I, because of of my Be day job, <laughs> yes, uh, I am I love it. 
I'm lucky to uh, get to try a lot of things, uh, many of which have been honey wow. over the years. That that is it's smooth. That's the perfect yeah. word. Yeah, and like almost the 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 back of your palate, you can almost take. I don't know. I don't know Holy what shit. necessarily the flower is, but it it is it is almost a like a taste of whatever the flower was that those bees were, were hanging around. It's like on the back of the palate, and I'm like, man. Yeah. You get to eat this whenever. Yeah, right. You know what yeah. I mean? what? just hook a spit it up. Right? I want him to come to the 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 honey event so I can just hear him describe each one because he'd be like, "No, that one's at the tip of my tongue, and, and this one's at the not, back of it." I'm not like some sort of like honey sommelier or something, man. I just I just enjoy my sweets, and I'm I'm you did good. It, it, oh, they man. did girls did good. We we just harvest it, and, and and what's fun for us is because we're education. That's our main thing. Right. Uh, we do all of our harvest public. Right. So you actually get to harvest your own honey. So you come in with the hot knife, you cut off the caps, you get to put it into the spinner, and you get to oh, jar up yeah. your own honey. So, you, so wait, it's, you it's, open that up to people to come and check out and do that? Oh, yeah. We mm-hmm. did it at the Eastern Market Brewery, Detroit City Distillery, at Bon Bon Bon, uh, the Outdoor Adventure Center. Yeah. We do it all over throughout the city at different venues. Well, we are definitely we definitely want to come check that out without a doubt. That's because incredibly cool. Usually when you have like – my experience, obviously, I'm not like a big – organic, all the, you know what I mean? Like, the girl I'm seeing, she definitely is. Right. So I guess I kind of am, but, like, whenever I would have honey in the past, it would just be honey bear. You know what I mean? Right, right. It would just be a honey bear, and it would always be, like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's making a mess of the studio. It would always be, like, no, cute. like almost, like, not I don't know, sticky, you know what I mean? You could, you could the sugar, the additives and the preservatives, yeah. you can... It's just it like you, you could you could tell it was it was corn syrup. Yeah, exactly. You got and it. This, like fried chicken. This <laughs> is so velvety and smooth and just. Uh, this is straight from the comb. It's raw. It's raw honey. I mean, it yeah. is straight okay. from the comb. No, they, we do a light filtering to get the extra wax out, but no pasteurizing, no heating. Straight out of the comb, that's and crazy. it's amazing. Yeah, I like, can honestly say that's the best honey I've ever had it, in my it, life. It tastes, it tastes like the tea that you would want to put it in. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that, that honey slaps. Yeah, I just need to find like peanut butter in the D, and then we can get together <laughs> <laughs> and just make a sandwich yeah, or something. Have yeah. you had peanut butter honey sandwiches? Yeah, that's what oh, I, that's how good. I eat them. That's it's how good. I eat them. That's why definitely. Um, so I'm just gonna go ahead and take that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, that I'm de- we brought definitely, it for you. definitely. Well, that that's. That's Pretty kick-ass, time. man. So, and you guys, uh, where can people find, I guess, where can they buy this? Where can they? So, our honey, we now sell at the Foundation Hotel because we have three hives Beautiful. up on their roof. Yeah. Um, and so, down in their lobby, we have our honey for sale. Um, all of our other merchandise, like our T-shirts, like we talked about, you can go beesinthed.com. And that's where you'll also hear about our events. Like you said, our busy yep. time is spring, summer, and fall. Mm-hmm. So that's when we have more events. Uh, but we do the honey sampling events in the winter because everybody is just craving for that. Right. You know, that yeah. honey. And um, it, it's just a good excuse to get together and have a great time. Absolutely. Is it? Ju- do you guys just do uh, regular flavored honey or is it like – do you guys do – do you remember those honey sticks when you were a kid? Oh, Yes. Yeah, Dude, we don't could, infuse I, anything in our at honeys. all. No. I could definitely have a honey stick of that just walking around Eastern <laughs> yeah, Park. Sure. <laughs> you know I mean? All right, John. Well, that's, you know what? I I think I've learned more about bees and beekeeping and why you know why they're important to the ecosystem now more than any other time. You know what I'm saying? So I know in the future we're going to definitely keep in contact because Wait. Kari is going to get in the fuzzy bee suit. Hey man, I got I, I got to get suited up. Yeah, that's right. And we're going to do an allow me of you harvesting some of this honey. I think that would be yeah. Honestly, like 
content gold. Just, just for the be. record, like I just think what what you all are doing, like over over and above, you know, the the honey is just the the community aspect of it. Um, you know, the the fact that you can you know have people come in and and, and do the work themselves and see what they're getting into, which is something that. Yep. Almost nobody gets to see like you. You don't necessarily get to see how the uh, how the sausage gets made, and then you want to actually see that happen. I just I just think that's really cool. So I mean, kudos. Yeah, thank yeah. you. And, and it is worth saying that this has opened up so much for us that we we, we now joke or say that we don't just live in Detroit. We're part of Detroit. Absolutely. Yeah, the community aspect. Detroit has become. It's amazing how these bees and this honey have brought so many different groups together. Right, right. And to get to be a part of that is just unbelievable. That's great. Yeah, I think the educational side, too, is absolutely amazing, guys, how you're bringing uh, individuals to and just showing them how it's made to, and just giving them exposure to something in nature that you know, you just don't get to see. You know what I'm saying? So, all right, yeah. So where can people – what's your website? What's your social again? Uh, BeesandD.com, and then, yeah, we're on all the, the social platforms. And, and I really encourage you to like us on Facebook and Instagram because we do throughout the week bee facts. And so you get to learn <laughs> yeah. all kinds of different bee facts. And then on our web uh, page, we have BTV, and I've done a lot of different videos all about education, like right. what we talked about, what they're doing in the wintertime. Uh, you get to watch me catch a swarm. You get to watch me put in bees into the hive. So there's a lot of different things on our web page that are – uh, are fun to watch as well. Absolutely. And on January 12th? January 12th. Be Nectar. People can buy tickets early from your Facebook page. There's an event page set up right there. Yep. Uh, it's Bees in the D and Bee Nectar. It's a mead and uh, and I, you said nectar, but like a, a mead and honey pairing. Yep. yep. So uh, check it out. I know I'd love to be there. Right. Uh, Kari, what do you, you've got something coming up too, right? And, and uh, again, no no offense for the overlap, but I also have a, a show. Probably um, different crowds. Yeah. Well, e- even maybe it, not though. Actually, that's the thing. I'm saying because like I I'm torn. I, I would see like this. It's at it's in the evening of uh, the twelfth. Uh, I have a show at Pop Off World with uh, a lot of cool cats. Um, and upstairs at Checker Bar, if you if you haven't oh, found it, love, love the Checker Bar. Yeah, that's that's any cool given place. Thursday through Sunday. You can definitely you usually will find me there. What, what's the hours of your event? So uh, it's it's the uh, good old nine to two type situation. See, you, you can get honey time? and mead, and that's then head saying. back down to Detroit and head to the show. What's, what time does It'll your start? Uh, ours is at six or seven, right. so don't, 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 they don't, can don't. come do that. There will be a food truck there. You can get your dinner. I and know where you are. Live music will be there. Right. Escaping pavements playing. I'm saying it's gonna be fun, gentlemen. Thank you so much Absolutely. for coming through, Kari. As always, you're the man. Thank you so yeah. much for coming through. You got. Uh, it. If you haven't checked out the website in a while, there's a bunch of new content up. Please, please, please do us a solid and go buy a t-shirt, buy a coffee mug, buy a hoodie. We've got some new ones coming up for. Uh, St. Patrick's Day, green and orange and all that crazy shit. We're got some uh, new designs. Uh, we've got some drink, drink Michigan beer logos, drink Detroit beer logos. Uh, as always, our standard Detroit stuff. Just go check it out. It's how we fund all of our podcasts. It's how we get to keep finding uh, wonderful and, and interesting guests like both Brian's here at Bees in the D. It's how we've been able to bring on Kari. It's how we've been able to fund absolutely everything. So uh, there's also PayPal like dot me or whatever. If you don't want to buy something, and you just want to throw me some cash. By all means, I will accept it, cash, credit, uh, anything we're trying to grow. Uh, I love you all so much for listening. Gentlemen, thank you so much. And as always, uh, tune in, episode 16. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Yeah. Thanks. See you.